Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast. Brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here. Just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the WordPress Chick Podcast. This is episode 63, and I am your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress chick. Yeah, and again, totally excited for another interview with you guys. Um, And today, it's no surprise that I'm a huge fan of podcasting. And I was recently uh, fortunate enough to connect with Hanny Mora, who is the creator of the Simple Podcast Press plugin, which I absolutely love. This thing, I'm just telling you, this thing has a ton of capability and awesome functionality for your site. But what's cool is, of course, Hanny's story. Like, I love everyone's stories, and he works full time as a software engineer. And so he's got this plugin going, and I just, I love what he's doing with it, what he stands for, who he is. You guys are gonna love it. He's a great guy. Enjoy the interview, and stay tuned for the end, of course, where there's a link and you can check out Simple Podcast Press yourself. <laughs> One of the things I love to start the show with is sort of the backstory, like what were you doing before you got to where you are today with your current business? Yeah, I was, um, I mean, I'm a software engineer. I went to school for software engineering, computer engineering, and I've always had a big passion for video. So I love teaching video. I love making videos when I was a kid, family videos, and I just got, I just started learning the power of video and then YouTube came out and the power of YouTube as a, as a marketing, marketing tool. So Back in 2005, I believe, I started a blog. Like, I was really passionate about video. A buddy of mine said, you got to start blogging about it. you got to start teaching people. You know a lot of stuff about video. So I started my blog back in 2005, and it was about video, video marketing tips, you know, how to get started, keeping things simple. I'm a big believer in that. You know, Start simple and then grow, expand as you need to. You don't need complicated equipment, complicated tools. So get started with what you have. So I started blogging, and then I reached to a point where I said, you know, I need to take it to the next level. And I, I didn't want to, re- I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't feel it was my thing to release um, info products. So I thought, I'm a software engineer. I love video. I got to make you know, my two passions uh, together. And that's when I came up with my first plugin. And uh, it was called Simple Video Press. And that got me into the plugin world. And that went really well. And I got into podcasting, helping people edit and produce their podcasts. And I said, you know what? Let me take this concept of video press and apply it in the podcasting world. So taking, taking my passions about you know, taking software, helping people automate, helping people grow their audience online with, with automation tools is, and combining that with podcasting and video, that's how, kind of a long story, that's how I ended up where I am now with two plugins and you know, working on a few other projects as well. Yeah, not too long of a story. I've, I've definitely had longer. Um, so first of all, before we go too much into this, is now video press is still available for people if they're and, and that's still supported. You still maintain that support? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. We're going strong with video press, and it's and simple podcast press came out uh, less than a year ago, back in August last year, and we're going strong with that as well. Awesome. Of course, now I have to go buy that. <laughs> Another <laughs> plugin. Well, you know, it's funny is when I started with with doing screen capture and video on the site, I had um, I was doing I was hosting it on Amazon S3. I'm like, this is my content, you know, and of course, I've got all my videos. But then I thought I, I'm I'm totally missing the ball on YouTube traffic. I would put my videos on YouTube, but I wasn't getting the same amount, you know, of views and whatnot when people came to the site. <clears throat> so I had switched and I had started using the lead player, which is not supported or any of that anymore. So, you know, I think it gets a little bit like, oh gosh, now I have to go redo all that stuff. But, but it's just, you know, the power of video, like you said, and then podcasting. Oh my God. I, and I don't even know where to start with this, but let's, okay. So we, you evolved into that. Tell me, first of all, before we talk about simple podcast press, how was that getting into the premium plugin space in WordPress? It was, I mean, it was my video press was my first time into a, into plugins and actually it was the first time into plugins in general i mean i just i just took the leap to be honest with you i I didn't release any free plugins i just went figured it out i'm a software guy but i'm also i know my limits so i definitely hire someone to where i work with to do development you know you got to know your limits of how much time you have and how much expertise you have so i use my skills for design 
and how you know fit the pieces together like i like building with like lego blocks almost and then i hired someone to kind of put the technical nitty-gritty details to make it to a polished plug-in so uh it was a challenge and uh, i learned a lot of lessons a lot of lessons when you do something for the first time you you make mistakes and you learn so um the biggest lesson is the biggest important factor is is support i really believe in support and oh my god <laughs> yeah and support especially plugins because um, you know, a lot of plugins are free. So when people pay for something, they're really paying for support, they're paying for support in terms of updates. You know, you request features or fixes, you get the updates, you know, in pretty responsibly time. But also if you get stuck, like sometimes it may be intuitive to one person, but not intuitive to the other person. It's good to know that somebody there can walk you through it, can um, actually log into your site and help resolve any conflicts. Uh, sometimes that happens too. I learned that plugins sometimes don't play well with other plugins <laughs> or, themes, <laughs> or themes or users <laughs> or users. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. That's true. But it's all well, part of the fun. I, I really enjoy it. It's it's obvious to just through your products and stuff that, that you do enjoy it. I think, you know, it's just, and I'm curious what your thoughts are with this. First of all, kudos to you for simply launching a paid product because um, sometimes I feel in the WordPress space, like one of these things just doesn't belong here <laughs> because I believe in making a profit and I'm not saying everybody in the WordPress community doesn't. I So please don't send me any hate mail for that. Um, but I think because it's open source and there's such this community vibe around it, there, there's sort of this, you know, you can't charge a lot of money. And at the end of the day, people forget that it's not so much simply a price tag, but what is the value that this problem is solving, right? And and people don't look at at WordPress that much. And and I I don't mean to generalize. I would just be curious to know sort of what your thoughts are on that because you know I tend to I I don't think of myself um, I, I think of myself as a marketer first truly, and I am not a developer or an engineer or any of that. It's all self taught. But you know at the end of the day, this is a business. And so, what are your thoughts in terms of sort of the premium? plug-in marketplace direction it's going yeah i think you'll, i think we're going to see more and more people producing premium plugins uh, wordpress is a fantastic platform it's you know it's a great platform it's used by a lot of people i don't have numbers i'm not going to make up numbers here but it's used by a lot of people it's very simple to use so there's a lot of opportunity to build tools to help people automate tasks or help them do accomplish certain goals and what you just, I just want to mention what, what you're really paying for, like I mentioned earlier, is, is the support. Um, like you need people who develop this free plugins typically do it on the side or for fun. And, and, you know, they don't, they may not be responding to all your emails if you have an issue. And, you know, if you're running a business and you have a plugin, you can't have your site down or you can't have this funny error message show up on your screen. You need it. You need it fixed right away. Right. So you need someone. For premium plugins, it's always someone there. Like we have a team to support, uh, both the video press and podcast press, to support you when there's a problem, and talk to our developers who will try to get the fix for you as soon as we can, and you know give you a workaround in the in the short term. So I think as, if someone's thinking about getting into the the WordPress plugin business, think support. You absolutely need to hire support or do it yourself, but be ready to really do a lot of support in the beginning. Cause that's that's really really important especially because there's a lot of free plugins out there that don't give you support. So you got to differentiate yourself that way. Well, and I'm going to just let everybody know too, and I'm going to give a quick little shout out to our mutual friend, Allegra Sinclair <laughs> um, of Allegra Sinclair.com. But she just was raving about how responsive you were and your support. So, I mean, that was even besides the fact that I love, I, I'm, I'm a very, big geek about visual stuff. And I just think the player looks fantastic, but she, she went on and on about your support. So yeah, we kudos to you for that. Thank you. And we really believe in it both for video press and podcast press. We really believe that people, no matter how easy you think you're making it as a developer, as a designer, it's always going to be people that are going to struggle with it. And there's always going to be conflicts, especially in the WordPress world. There's always a million plugins and themes out there. There's no way to test every single combination. And there's a million hosting companies that use different versions of uh, PHP or et cetera, et cetera. I'm not going to get the details, but there's potential for conflict and you need to be ready. You need to be on alert. You need to have a team. Do it yourself or have a team because in the beginning, the first month, it didn't fail for both products. The first month, it was you know, a lot of a lot of issues. And not, I don't want to say issues, conflicts, I should say. 
uh, and then you fix them and you, you help other people because you resolve for one person and the next person won't have that problem. So it's an iterative process and it's fan- it's great. I love the feedback. It's frustrating in the beginning because you think you got it tested, but it's fantastic to get the feedback and make the product better. Yeah, because someone's going to come up with some sort of combination that you hadn't thought of or foresaw. Well, let me ask you this. So in terms of challenges with with launching a premium product, and and first, I should get clarity. This is your full-time job, right? This is your thing. This is what you do. Actually, no. Actually, I'm doing this on the side. I have a, you know, I manage a software team, kind of my day job and on a part-time basis. And I'm doing this on a part-time basis as well, because I have a team to support me. So you're kind of an underachiever. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm a dad of two kids, two two year old and a six year old, and you just try to cram so much. Life is too short, right? You got to do it all. I, you know what? I totally agree. It's all about just showing up fully. I joke around with people. I'm like, I have a tendency when I get in that inspired workspace because I've also accepted the fact that there is no separation from my business and my life. It's just, it's all just me. And I'm like, I'm going to go until I hit a wall. And then yeah. I hit a wall and I got to stop for like a day or so. And then I'm like, <laughs> game on. Yeah. 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 Life is too short. You got to, you know, I, I wish I did this earlier. You know, I wish I looked back when I was younger and I had, you know, more opportunities to do that. Should have done this earlier, but you know, I'm going all out now and, and you know, working, create, I love creating. I have this creative spirit. I want to create things. And I, I used to like creating videos training videos. And I do like creating training videos for my blog, but I just found software just so much more rewarding that like you solve someone's problem. You help them with something, you develop a tool that automates something or, or helps them with the challenge they're having. And it's, it's wonderful. I, I love that feeling of solving problems. It's my engineering geek inside. <laughs> well, clearly you've got a, mar- uh, a great creative marketing <laughs> side too with that. And um, so, all right, so let's transition a little bit into, so so simple video press. And then what made you decide to jump into the podcasting space? Yeah, actually, I released simple video press with a partner, a friend of mine, a partner, a business partner, and because he had the right audience for it. So he had a video audience. Uh, he, he was he was he had an audience for uh, video info product, and I said, you know, what? are you guys still business partners? Yeah, yeah, we are. You with can give video. it out his name. I pulled up the site, but I didn't want to jump in and <laughs> say yeah, anything incorrectly. It's uh, Sean Malarkey of Inspired yeah. Marketing. Yeah, yeah, we um, you know, we got to know each other, and it's fun. It's a small world. We got to know each other because I had a video blog. I was one of his Facebook groups. He had no idea who I was. He he posted something once, and he said, you know, I'm looking for someone to help me edit a video. And I said, hey, let me help you out. No problem. So, you know, I jumped on, I responded, we got in touch. And uh, just we built that relationship over time. He said, you know, I have another video. Can you mind help me, helping me edit? I'll pay you for it. I said, no, 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 you guys offer value. You know, I've, I was taking his training courses. and I like the guy. He's a nice guy. Anyway, long story short, I realized he, he told me later that he was launching a podcast. And he was taking these videos, putting them on YouTube, but also taking the audio and making a podcast. So I'm like, oh, podcast, interesting. Let me learn about that. So I, I learned about how the pro- podcasting workflow works, publishing to Libsyn and on your website, et cetera, et cetera. And while we're, you know, helped him get his podcast together and helped him put a team together. I'm good at building things. I know I can't do everything myself. So I put a team, I got him an editor to edit the audio and, and videos and helped him, you know, documented the whole workflow. So I learned how podcasting works. It's a little bit harder, a little more involved than just putting a video on YouTube. So, long story short, he I said, hey, I'm working on this cool thing you might like. Check it out. And I showed him, and he was blown away. He's like, wow, what is this thing? I'm like, yeah, this plugin. I just I wanted to scratch my own itch. I was doing a lot of video. I wanted to build a plugin that added video to my website automatically. It would make a new page on my website. He goes, this is awesome. You know, Can it do this? Can it do that? So he gave me all these ideas. And then, we, anyway, long story short, we ended up you know, partnering together. And releasing the simple video press together. It was it's just such a good testament to the connections and the and the real life engagement. And the fact that you're like, no, hey, let me help you. And and especially considering, you know, just a reminder to the listeners, you've got a full time job, you've got two little kids, you you know, you've you've got enough going on. But to say to to, to make you don't know where those connections and relationships are going to come from. And when you're getting value from somebody. Look here! Here you've got this great partner who's going to help support and promote this, you know, the the video plugin, and and it's like one thing just leads to another. So I think it's it's just another kind of a side note for everybody to pay attention to. You don't know where those relationships and that that value is going to lead you. Absolutely, and it it got me into podcasting about learning about podcasting because he introduced me to somebody else who needed help with their podcast and editing and their workflow and. It just and then actually that person ended up helping me 
um, you know, guide me in terms of simple podcasts for us. What, what are the main features? What are the main frustrations people have? So one thing led to the next. It was a, it was a long chain of events and that led me to where we are now. But like, exactly like you said, you have no idea where, how this one connection can open up doors for you. And, you know, I was just there to help him out. He was a nice guy. Like he was, just, you know, he was a great guy and we worked together. I didn't ever, and it wasn't planned or anything, but you help people and you'll get something in return, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Put yourself out there. Don't worry about charging money or that kind of thing all the time. You have to make money, obviously, but if you're helping somebody out, don't be afraid to help somebody out for no reason. Well, that's just it. You know, and I, I think to sort of, I always go back to different sort of offline examples. And, you know, I, I had a retail scrapbook store like late 90s. And I would create relationships and engage with my customers, of course, because I want them to be customers, but it made the entire experience, them coming into the store, you know, you building those relationships and they may not be buying, you know, maybe today they're coming in for five, 10 cent stickers. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. you're like, Hey, that's okay, but you don't know where it's going to go. And, and the, and still I've got friendships from having owned that store like a gazillion years ago. And so you don't know where it's going to lead. Um, okay. So simple podcast press. I, I just, I, I truly, I, I friggin' love this thing. And, <laughs> um, I, I'd love to hear. So you're, so you're getting into podcasting. Do you have your own podcast? Not yet. People give me a really hard time, what the especially, what? especially when I released it. It said, who they had, they had my, and I wasn't really, nobody knew who I was. They said, mm-hmm. who is this guy releasing a podcast plugin that doesn't even have a podcast? And they gave me a hard time and I don't blame them. I totally understand. I mean, I know about podcasting through helping others release their podcasts and understanding the process and learning. Like I joined a lot of Facebook groups and I learned a lot just by being on these Facebook groups. And, um, Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Where was I going with this? <laughs> when I, you know what's funny? When I asked you if you had your own podcast, oh, you right. said not yet. <laughs> right, not yet. So Girl, you're totally I, rubbing off on me. Your crazy circular speak. Go ahead. <laughs> so I am definitely in the planning stage right now. And I haven't formulated anything, but I will will be releasing a podcast this year. Excellent. You know what just popped in my head? And I'm so I'm simply going to share this as we're sitting here talking. Um, I was interviewed for Music Radio Creative. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the, they had a podcast, right? And they produce, you know, intros out. They do a whole bunch of that type of stuff. And but yet they're the podcast show is being done by somebody else to help support the brand, right? So yes. I, I don't know if I have no idea. You've got a pretty busy schedule. Yeah, I do. I do. But I I, I love to help people. Like I love to teach. I love to kind of give good tips. I don't know. I, I think I'll, be, I'll initially I'll be doing it myself. I want to do it myself. And uh, but I'm definitely going to build up a queue before I launch. I'm going to have, you know, some episodes in the tape under the table just so that I don't have to kind of scramble every week. Obviously, you know, I'm going to be more prepared. So I don't want to just jump into it before I before I commit. I want to be prepared, have enough episodes uh, for pre-recorded. I'm going to keep them short, and they're going to be, you know, I'm leaning towards a topic of of content marketing, like keeping things simple with your content, whether you're doing blogging, video, podcasting, any kind of content marketing, content creation. I'm going to keep that theme so that it's kind of consistent with the products that we that we offer. Well, good. You'll have to let me know when you're launching because I will support you and drive that. And it's which we'll talk then about the simple piece, because we had a little conversation before we started this is, um, you know, it's funny, because I was thinking my shows are all an hour for the WordPress chick, and I've got another show I'm launching. But I was like, sometimes I, I just want to share 10 minutes of something. So, yeah, yeah, right. And so I decided I'm going to add some and it's just a test. And I'll let you guys know how it goes, because I've published the first one tomorrow. And instead of code snippets, I'm calling them Kim snippets. <laughs> nice. I like that. <laughs> Like, you know, I, I've got all these dumb plays somewhere. But the thing is, I was like, I started writing out this post and I thought, I want to, I want to do a little podcast episode of this, but it wasn't necessarily a full show, right? The topic didn't warrant something full. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just do these when I feel inspired, keep a regular show structure with everything else and see how it goes. So I understand that the simple piece of it. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, there's so many creative things you can do with podcasting. I saw something yesterday or the day before. It was a person driving traffic. I forget his name. I wish I knew his name. He ran some Facebook ads and he was basically offering a course through a podcast. So you know how you subscribe. You typically subscribe to someone's email list and they'll email you the course or a PDF or video course or whatever. So he was kind of using podcasting. He was saying, you sign up for my podcast, you leave a review, 
and then you will uh, get access to this course. It's like a seven-day course, but it's like seven episodes via audio. And I'm like, oh, this is an interesting. So people are being creative about podcasts. And it's a good channel for you know, teaching on a regular basis, but you, you know, people can use it creatively as well. That, that was- well, it's it's funny that you're saying that because that's like I, I'm on this mission to figure out what else can we can you do with this? Because I look at the people that choose to spend time with you and listen to you, they're a much warmer, you know, lead relationship. However, you want to look at that, because all of a sudden you've you've kind of built this relationship. And it's funny, there's people I've talked to that listen to the show. They're like, you sound just like you do on your show. You know, it's, <laughs> well, it's just me. It's just and, me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so let's talk a little bit about the simple side of podcasting, because I think we both kind of come from that same place because truly, you know, I'm sitting here, I've got on on one of my monitors, the, the plugin open. And first of all, the plugin itself just saves so much time from different things, but let's talk about the simple side of podcasting and what are your thoughts on keeping things simple? Uh, My biggest thoughts are focus on content first uh, whether you're doing podcasting or video or whatever you're doing, focus on the message. Focus on what you're saying. Um, offer as much value as you can. And don't worry about the technical side. Don't worry about the mic or the um, you know the production quality or the editing too much. Obviously, you need to do a little bit of editing. Make it look and sound presentable enough so somebody can not have to kind of squint their eyes while they're listening to it. Make it comfortable for them, but don't focus too much. on. Don't get caught up in, in the technical side focus on delivering great content because people can forgive you if, if you're having great content and your mic is a little bit low you can you know you'll hear feedback from from your audience you can fix it next time you know next episode you can fix it but if your content's is terrible no one's going to come back no one's going to take the time to leave you a review or give you feedback because your content's not worth listening to so definitely keep things simple don't overcomplicate, especially when you're getting started and I'm, I'm talking to myself now because I'm, I'm getting started. <laughs> Note to I'm, self. I have all these ideas and I want to do a video podcast and an audio podcast and a YouTube channel. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, you still have a software to support and develop and, you know, keep it simple, start simple and adapt as you go. Well, with that, let me ask you this because it's funny that you say that because I'm actually going to be working with, um, I've hired like a YouTube consultant, like a certified YouTube partner. He's like, you need to start streaming and doing video with your podcast, which I'm okay with other than the fact that now I have to do my hair a lot more. (laughs) Um, But the point, you know, it's like I have this YouTube channel. And so on one hand, it, it makes sense. You may as well do the video while you're doing the audio, right? At the same time, if you don't have a plan for what you're going to do with the video immediately or how you're going to launch that. I think that's sort of like that. Take a step back and think about what you're doing there. Yeah. Yeah. Like my thoughts are along the same way. So I'm going to record the content once, edit it maybe you know, slightly differently for an audio and video. And, you know, I have my content repurposed on different channels. Uh, YouTube, you know, my initial plan is to do YouTube, a video podcast and an audio podcast. And, on, and just to see, you know, which one gets more traction and which one gets more followers, which one gets more listens or, or views, and experiment with the video <coughs> excuse me, experiment with the video aspect of it. Well, you know, it's funny. I was listening to a um, <clears throat> uh, Pat Flynn, and it was a recent episode he did with um, Now for the Life of Me. Oh, it was with uh, Caleb Wojcik, DIY yeah, Video Guy. Yeah, I just did you listen to that? I just did recently, like about a week ago, I think. Yeah, me too. And I'm thinking <laughs> there's only 100,000 video yeah. podcasts out there, and... They show up in Apple TV is yes. where somebody found him. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. That was I thought that was awesome. And yeah, it is, so I think there is a ton of opportunity. But you know, like I was saying, a lot of people get so hung up on well, what mic and this and the other thing is, I think that can very easily be a distraction because there's kind of this fear around. Oh my gosh, you know what are people going to say, think, do, respond, all of that, and. It would be super awesome if we hit publish and we were flooded with traffic. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That just doesn't really happen. Um, <laughs> you know, so I do think it's, you know, get your feet wet and it can evolve and change and grow as, as you do. Yeah. And even like the frequency, like I mean, people publish, you know, once a week and then you know, again, listen to your audience. If they say, I love your stuff, try publishing more often if you can. If, if they get good feedback, you know, cut it back. You can always adapt and always be flexible. And even if you have a vision in mind, don't, don't be tied to it 100%. Always listen to what your audience wants and, 
and I can I can talk to that from my software experience because my vision of Simple Podcast Press was one thing initially, and then it it, it slowly evolved into you know I focus more and more on the lead building and list building and the email capture. I just listen to what people wanted, and I just focus more on that and build on that. Even though I'm you know I didn't think it would go in that direction in the beginning, I didn't know. But I listen. It's very important to listen to your audience, whether you're podcasting, selling software, selling services, products. Listen to what people want and give them what they want. It seems so basic. Well, it it's, seems so it, it's yeah. simple. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to do. It's hard to do. But you're right. It's it's simple, but it's very hard. It's very hard to follow sometimes. It's that simple versus easy kind of thing. Yeah, um, exactly. Right? That's so true. All right. So speaking of simple, so tell me when you when you were coming up with Simple Podcast Press. What was, what in your head were you thinking? Like when you started developing or planning this, like you said, it's changed and you've been listening, but what were, what were you thinking the plugin was going to be when you were starting it? Well, it was very interesting because my initial thought was, you know, get, get the automatic publishing from iTunes onto your web, on your website. So meaning that, you know, you probably, you don't have to worry about the process of getting your podcast onto your website. You publish on iTunes through Libsyn or whatever service. And then within the hour, your episode shows up. It does that now. And that was my main focus. And then I learned during the early beta when I was starting to kind of tell people about this. They're like, whoa, this is not, I don't need that. I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, well, I use PowerPress. I host my own feed. It's already on my site. I don't really care. You know, I don't need it. I don't need this tool to automatically add it to my website. And I'm like, wow, okay. I, I knew that, but I didn't. I thought that was a smaller percentage in my head for some reason. It turned out to be a bigger percentage, a way bigger percentage of people do it through PowerPress. So they don't need that feature of the automatic importing. And it was actually annoying them because it was adding the post twice. And they would create it and they would import it again an hour later. So I'm like, wow, okay, no problem. we got to support these PowerPress users. It's a big community base. We need to support PowerPress. So we made it so that obviously we disabled the import if you're using PowerPress, that's you know the obvious thing to do, but also made it said, well, you know what? I have a hundred episodes already on my website. I like your new player. How do I get all my hundred previous episodes updated to your new player without going in and editing every single post? So we added a feature. You just turn on one checkbox. You save your settings. Done. You, all your previous backlog of episodes, you will remove the not remove. You will just kind of take away the old PowerPress player and put this new simple podcast press player exactly where your PowerPress player was. Okay. I totally hope my assistant does not listen to this because she went through and did it manually. Oh no. (laughs) That's That's what I get for getting too excited and not like really digging. Go ahead. (laughs) That's my fault. I didn't do a good job uh, explaining that. No, no, no. It's just, I did it with Allegra. I'm like, Hey, let's, let's jump in. Let's put this player in. I'm like, okay, got it. Like I was like running. No, it's me. I'm hyper. Go ahead. Uh, Yeah. So yeah. So that was was one example and it was a big eye opener. It's like, wow, PowerPress users, obviously we got to support them. So we made it so that's fully compatible with PowerPress and, you know, we made it transition, not transition. You still need PowerPress. PowerPress is, is an amazing tool for generating your podcast feed. So if you are a PowerPress user, we made it fully compatible with, um, a simple podcast press. Okay. And so are people, you still need PowerPress, You right? still need, yeah. It's not okay, a replacement. Be very clear. Yeah. If we don't generate your feed at all. Um, mm-hmm. if you're using PowerPress, it generates the feed that you submit to iTunes. We just give you a player, um, with you know, the call to action buttons, the opt-in box, your iTunes reviews, and a few other cool features that we're adding as well. So we give you the player and all the surrounding features, but your feed is still powered by PowerPress. Okay, perfect. So how, now let's talk. So right now, like if you run down the, the current features that are in the plugin right now. Okay. So, um, if you... Our Lipson, for example, if you host your, if you're a Lipson user, there's kind of there's two trains of thought when it comes to your podcast feed. People believe that they want to control their podcast feed, they want to host it themselves. So those are the people that use the PowerPress plugin. And then there's other people that don't want to bother with that. They just rely on Spreaker or Lipson to host their audios and host their feed or generate their feed for them that gets submitted to iTunes. Um, so for those latter people. Um, the, we just build an automatic mechanism so that you, you install the plugin on your site, you give us your, your podcast feed, and you say go. And what it does, it takes all your episodes and it, it makes a brand new page, a, a new blog post or a new page on your site for every single episode. And it puts the player on there, it pulls in the title, the description, all the features. 
Uh, and also, it pulls in all your reviews from iTunes from all around the world. And it shows them on your WordPress site. So when you log in, you can see all your latest, all your reviews, actually. Not just your latest, all your reviews on your WordPress dashboard. And recently, we just a week ago or so, we just released an option so you can show off your your reviews. So you can have your latest reviews show up on your sidebar. So someone visiting your site, they can see all the great things people are saying about your podcast. That is so brilliant. And it's funny because I, I have, you know, I use Genesis. And so I've got a custom sidebar for the podcast. I'm like, I was totally thinking, I'm like, okay, do I need to get a testimonials widget? Or it's like, no, and now I just throw the widget in the correct sidebar. And it's like, boom, there you go. Done. Yeah, you can have it list mode. So you can have a list, your like five or four, whatever number you want, number of reviews, or you can have a cycle through randomly through your four or five star reviews. So it only shows off what's good, not what's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. Like I, most I'm grateful. Most of my reviews have been pretty decent. I had someone who was like nothing to say. It was like a one story, one star, and it was like no point. And I'm like, wow, you're just kind of me. <laughs> um, yeah, and I have to say, like the setting this up was so simple. Like the walk through the steps, and of course, you the for for your customers, you've got documentation and training on how to set everything up. Yeah, we have a quick start guide. We're working on videos, uh, more video training. Um, but right now it's a quick start guide, but really just get started. It's like maybe three clicks. Literally you come in, you give us your, either your podcast feed or your iTunes URL. So the link to your iTunes page and you say go. And if you don't change any of the settings, you're basically, you're done. Uh, if you want to customize your player, you can go ahead and customize it. But basically you give your iTunes feed and you say go and it will start creating, uh, episodes on your page. And by default, they're they're a draft. They're in draft mode. They don't get published. And we did that on purpose because people like to, um, you know, add more show notes, add more details, uh, to get people just kind of build the uh, the page more on their website versus when they publish it on their feed uh, through Libsyn, for example. Yeah, no, it was it's funny because I I originally I bought the single license and then I'm working with clients for I've got some clients now that I'm going to do some podcast services with, mm-hmm. and the second I installed this on my site, I'm like, okay, now we need to just get the unlimited license. Like, what are you doing? Because, <laughs> well, you know, I yeah. like we were talking before about um, sort of what like even the story you mentioned about you know the person doing a seven day course seven day audio, which I think is so brilliant, and I'm totally going to bogart that. Um, but I but I, I think there's a lot of opportunities that have not even been tapped into with podcasting, and so the fact that I can get this into it, I, I just see this as being a real vital piece to an effective podcast launch and driving mm-hmm. the brand and the audience with the podcast because of what this plugin does. Um, I mean, simply the fact that you can pull over, like you were saying, the the reviews into a widget, you can pull over subscribe buttons into a widget. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's just it's outstanding. Um, what? So tell me, what are some of the feature? What what are some of the features that people really wanted that surprised you? Yeah. Well, before I get into that, I've, there was one thing that was very interesting. Was my f- my initial focus was about automation. Right? I was I mentioned earlier. I wanted to automatically add the episodes to your site, and I, I never I never looked at Simple Podcast Press as a podcast player. To me, it was more than a player. It, it's 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 just, it's it's a bunch of tools for your podcast website. But just over time, people just kept calling. Hey, I like your player. I like the player. I like the player. So <laughs> I, I changed the marketing words a little bit to make it. Uh, a podcast player and people the most important feature that they liked was the opt-in box so every episode that gets put on your site you can have an opt-in box to collect an email address and people love that because you know emails is a very powerful platform to to grow your audience and to grow your business so you know it became like the the player with the opt-in box and, and the buttons so you can have buttons for people to subscribe so i started changing my wording my messaging a little bit to become you know a podcast player that grows your grows your audience on autopilot. So, you know, I, I you know I had to shift it, even though that wasn't initially my main focus. I didn't I didn't want people to think it's just a player because it has the reviews, it has a lot of interactivity. Like we add a lot of interactive features. So, for example, I mentioned to you in a pre-call that we added just last week. You can have if you have show notes on your page. So let's say, you know, it's a, a good quote or a good tip at the two-minute mark in this interview. Oh, you can gosh, add, yeah, this is exciting. You Sorry, add, <laughs> yeah, you can add a shortcut in your show notes. Very simple. You, like, highlight the time, like, two, col- two colon zero zero, highlight it, press a button, and that becomes a link. 
So someone listening wants to jump to that two-minute mark, they just click that link in your show notes, and the player will jump to the two-minute mark. And it's to me, that's that's nobody has that feature. And a lot of people have asked for that feature. And it's a good way to keep your keep your audience engaged when they're on your site because sometimes you have a lot of value towards the end or in the middle of your episode, and some people tune out in the beginning. So that way you can keep them engaged by giving them a nice show notes summary below the player, and they can jump to the specific times, and they might stick around longer because you're offering great content. That is just fantastic. And I think the other thing, what I want to ask you with that is because as I'm starting to work with clients and whatnot, like I, I know, you know, what I need to do in terms of optimizing my posts and pages and all that kind of stuff. So there's an SEO piece. At the same time, I know for a lot of people, the show notes, like I've got a couple different formats and I have a, I, I've switched a specific format to the interviews, right? So that it's a very consistent format. Of course, I need to now add <laughs> this new awesome feature. <laughs> You know, but I think that it can get a little bit overwhelming. So I think part of because, you know, we can't, I mean, there's definitely strategies to the SEO piece with that podcast episode on your on your site. At the same time, when I do a solo show, I will write the post out first, it could be a 1000 to 2000 words pretty easily, there is no way that I can do that with every single interview, I would never get anything else done. Right. And, and so I think by being able to add those, you know, those, fe- the, the highlights and the, the time you're going to keep, pe- you probably can keep people on the actual post longer, which will help you with SEO. Right. Right. Exactly. That on page, that on page stats, um, is, is a factor for SEO, whether you, you know, that's why video is great and podcasts are great on your site because people stay longer on your site because they're listening. So the more we can do to make that, to keep them longer, the better. Yeah. And it's funny, like one of the things that amazed me the most when I started looking at my, my podcasting stats as I was getting going was where people were listening to. I, I think that is, it's a very, it, it's going to be interesting to see if there's a way to, to drive lead generation with a podcast based on the platform that somebody's listening, <laughs> which I don't even know how that's possible. But like I was floored when I saw how people I had like two, mind you, it wasn't lots, but listening on a TV top tuner, right? Oh, nice. Like, like Apple TV or something. So, um, but again, I think that so because a lot of people do listen on the site and I know that I often, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts when I'm out and about. But every time someone says all the links are in the show notes, or you can get this, or or adding a specific call to action to that episode that they have to go, that the only place to get it is is on that post. It, it's it's just kind of a win win, you know. So I think I, my point is just I think that's awesome to add that shortcut where you can you know highlight specific times. Yeah, yeah, I've had a few requests for it, and I I thought, wow, this is this makes sense. Like I jumped on it when an idea sounds great, and I, I see there's value, and I see that it's going to help people. Um, like get better engagement on on their on their site. I'm all, I'm all in, and we look. And this was one of those features that really got me excited. And it was a little bit tricky to do, but it was worth it at the end. We got it working, and uh, it's going to offer a lot of value to people. It's something different, something unique. It gives the experience of someone listening to your podcast on your site. It gives them a better experience. Yeah, I just I, I love even the couple things too. So you've got that, and then you also have the episode URL shortener, which. You know, I've got pretty link on my site, but this I don't have to bother with this then because right in the WordPress editor of that episode, you know, I can just do the wpchick.com forward slash 57 for episode 57. Absolutely. And, and if you if you do have episode numbers in your title, um, it would automatically try to try to pick it up for you. So like if you type the title has 57 in it, it'll try to put the 57 in there automatically. It doesn't always work perfectly. You can overwrite it, but it'll try to, it's trying to be smart to give you, pick the episode number for you in case you forget to set it. Oh, uh, well, yeah. And even if it doesn't, I'm like, it's two, it's like two, <laughs> two, three digits. It's super easy. Exactly. Exactly. Well, and let me ask you this because I, I always just write out the post, but so then this option in the editor for the podcast transcript and the show notes, if you put them into that window, what is the formatting like on the post? Yeah. The idea here is to, it was, it was more designed for transcripts, like a full-blown transcript. When you transcribe every single word, especially in an interview, it gets really long and it clutters your whole post. So the idea was so that you can paste that transcript into this box below your post and then press a button to insert the transcript anywhere on your page. Uh, so when the person's actually watching uh, on your site, listening to the podcast, it'll, it'll, it's, everything's hidden. It'll just say show full transcript. They, and there's a little arrow beside it. They click on the arrow, it expands that box, and it shows the full transcript. So it's, it's kind of a way to declutter 
uh, the transcript and only make it available when someone clicks um, the word show full transcript. It, it, it's almost like an accordion. It expands and it shows you the full transcript. Nice. I'm going to, and just everybody listening to, I don't know if I'll get it into this, the post for this, but I'm, I'm definitely going to do a handful of videos on my experience with this. And I'll do it from what I'm using on my site, as well as setting it up on a client site. So you get to see the process from beginning, because I, I think the ability to see how easy it is to simply set it up. And then of course, you want to step into each feature, um, you know, like I've got to get the widget set up. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me what are some of the plans or can you share anything that's coming or that you hope to implement for the podcast? Player? Yeah, I can. I can. We're looking at, I've had from day one, this request, how many months ago now, maybe like six, seven months ago, eight months ago now, um, almost on a monthly basis, at least one request for people who want to have multiple podcasts all funneled into one website. So right now it's a one-to-one ratio. So you have one podcast, uh, you could import everything into one website and the player will get added. If you have multiple podcasts and like a podcast network and you want to assign a different WordPress category so you can organize, you know, you know, you know, podcast one can all be, you know, cleaned up on your WordPress site and podcast two, the data comes from a different source. So if you have a network of podcasts and you want to feed them all into one website where we've been working on it and it's, it's a higher and higher priority now to get that out uh, in May. That's awesome. It's funny that you say that because one of the people that I'm working with, he's got this big vision of an entire network and, you know, which I'm always like, I think that's great, but let's make sure you get one out and work. (laughs) Yeah. Well, of course, of course. (laughs) Right. You know, it's like, you can always add, um, what about like a, uh, one thing that I've always loved the idea. What about a, a custom, can you do a custom player in a widget in a sidebar? Yeah, we have that actually. We have a a side. I forget. I always forget that feature. There's a player, the sidebar player right now in the widget that always plays your latest episode so that you can have it on the sidebar and someone can be on any page on your site and just hit play and it'll start playing the latest episode. And there's a little button below it for them to subscribe on iTunes. We didn't put a lot of effort into the sidebar widget. Um, Right now it's pretty simple, but that's definitely an area we can expand on. So it's always your latest. So if you publish a new one, then uh, just hit play and then listen to the latest episode. You don't have to do anything. You set it up once and you forget it. Okay, so I see it's it's got it. Handy's all, and I just want people to understand. I literally like put this plug into my site a few days ago, so I'm not being a horrible interviewee and not knowing every feature because you will see it. Yeah, I see it. It's just the latest podcast widget. Perfect. Yeah, all of this will be um, <laughs> in the show notes in the sidebar when people come to listen to this. Um, so, if there's any advice that you would give somebody for podcasting um, besides using your awesome plugin, uh, what would you give? What was the advice you'd give somebody? Um, I'm like I said, I'm almost talking to myself right now. Uh, keep this because I'm going to be launching this year. Um, you need to you know, organize your thoughts, pick a topic, pick a subject, and just uh, you know have a little bit of a plan. Don't overthink the plan, but just start producing uh, the content without worrying too much about the, the technical side. You know, get get started with what you have and improve as you go along, and don't worry too much about monetizing or. You know, how, what's in it for me? Like, just, just focus on giving, like focus on giving great value in your content and the rest will, will, it will come, right? The strategies will come. You can, you know, you can improve, get things better, get sponsorship. There's so many ways you can monetize if you want to go that route, but think of it as a tool that's helping people and it's building your authority. The more you give, uh, the more great value you give, the people are going to love it and they're going to subscribe and they're going to want more. I love that. It's it, like, like I was telling you earlier, when I launched this, I, I truly just was like, I want a podcast. Yeah. I wanted to do it. And a lot of what I did was visual, right? Doing videos or screencast videos and or, or screenshots and, and working, talking people through this. So I wasn't quite sure, you know, how I was gonna be able to translate that into a podcast. But like you're saying, you know, the goal is to show up and provide value. And so for me, it was well, if, it, if I'm just going to share what's happening in my business and, you know, some, if there's something going on in my life that, that relates so that people can connect and, and they get like one of my, one of the episodes I did were, was, you know, what I would do different if I were starting my business today, because you, you learn and there's a lot of stuff you hear and there's things that you have to step into. And so I think by sharing, you know, that little personal piece as it relates to your business, it becomes relatable. So I think you're, I, I love that advice because it is, you know, when you come from a place of value, everything else 
is, is going to show up. I've gotten a lot of people that are now saying, Oh, Hey, we'd love to sponsor. And for me, it's, I need to make sure that I'm using the tool or resource that, that if, you know, if I start adding sponsors to the show, but you know, for me, and I'd be curious to know, you know, as we wind down for you, what have been, you know, you mentioned the relationship with Sean Malarkey. And so what are some of the things that have come from for you in, in terms of even creating the plugin? I, I, I'm floored at the relationships and, and the opportunities that the podcasting has done for me. So I would think you've had some similar experiences. Yeah, I mean, the timing with of my release of Podcast Press was perfect. Um, purely accident um, related. It was launched with about a week or so before the podcast movement of last year. Uh, oh, nice. The big conference. And um, yeah, that, that was, a, I had a great opportunity. And uh, one of the organizers, he, he, he loved the plug and he, he, he got it. He loved it. He reached out. He goes, I, I want you to, this, you have the perfect audience here. I want you to, to show us off. Like tell people, tell the world about this at our conference uh, in Dallas uh, or no Fort Worth. I forget where it was somewhere. And um, that was last year. And he's, you know, he gave me a great opportunity to give a demo of it. And just being there in person and giving a demo and just getting to meet people in person, just that strengthened a whole relationship with the podcast community. Because I was I was new to the podcast community. Nobody knew, you know, I don't have a blog about podcasting. I don't teach. I don't have my own podcast at the moment. So people uh, got to see me, got to meet me, got to see the plugin. And, and we built relationships just from that conference. And I'm going again this year, this August again. And I'm really excited because I met, made a lot of relationships from then and we've been in constant contact over Facebook and and um, it's just being there the timing was perfect for me to be at a, at a conference in person meeting real people who kind of gave me their feedback um, and you know they were like they bought it on the spot and they loved the idea and they were buying it and but more importantly they were like we were sitting having a beer and they were asking me all these questions about it, it was a very casual conversation I, I love that like I got to meet people like real people and talk to them about you know, tools that I've developed. That was a great feeling. It's diff- totally different than just sending an email to an email list. You know, the real person contact is just a whole better experience, right? You learn so much more. Well, and how awesome to have people saying to you in person, I love your plugin. Thanks for creating this. I yeah. mean, talk about, you know, motivation to keep going. I mean, yes, the income and, and I, I know that as an engineer, you like to solve that problem, but to know that you are making a difference in somebody's life and, and I think that nothing is, there's, there's no right or wrong way to make an impact. It doesn't have, you know what I'm saying? You're making an impact and mm-hmm. that's got to just feel awesome. That's the best part. I tell everybody that's the best part. It's not the money. It's not, it's about creating a solution from nothing, from thin air, from an idea, seeing it come to life, which is awesome. And then seeing someone getting value out of it, that's even more awesome. So it's yeah, just, and, it's mind boggling. No, it's mind boggling. Like I just, the feeling is just amazing, right? You're helping somebody with something that you created out of out of nothing. Well, and you're you're helping people literally all over the world. Yeah. Right? Like it's it's just when I look and I see where people are listening to the podcast, I'm like, what? It's it is just it's such a blessing. And it's just you realize what a gift we have with this medium of the internet and all these opportunities. And like you're touching lives all over the world because yeah. of a solution you provided based on a desire you had for, you know, like, Hey, let me see if I can do this. Yeah. It's, it's a really wonderful feeling. It's just, I don't know, it's the problem solving is one part of it, but just getting that feedback that it made a difference in someone's life. And that's, that's awesome. That is fantastic. So as we wind down, there's, I just wanted to ask, there's, first of all, where is the best place for people to connect with you? And I will, everybody listening, I will have links um, in the show notes so that you can connect with Hanny on social media, but where's the best place if somebody wanted to get in touch with you? Um, from social media perspective, Facebook, I'm more active on Facebook at facebook.com slash Hanny Mora. Um, I mean, if you want to check out simple podcast press, we have a demo site, um, that's available now so you can see all these features in action before, um, you know, seeing if it's a good fit for you. You can play the player, you can click on the links, um, see what the widgets look like. So you can experience it before, uh, before you, if you decide if it's the right product for you or not. So that's simplepodcastpress.com. That is awesome. And lastly, is there anything fun about yourself you'd like to share that maybe people don't know about you? I am really shy. Really? Really shy. And that was obvious when I went to the conference. (laughs) I gave a live demo in front of hundreds of people and things started, you know, of course, live demos, things don't work perfectly. And uh, I was sweating a lot. So it was very nerve wracking. I'm a very shy person. Um, I'm less shy on social media. I think a lot of people are. 
but in person i'm i'm really shy but i'm really easy going really easy going person and once uh once i crack that shell in person <laughs> well i think your celebrityism <laughs> is going to keep rising so uh you'll have lots of opportunities to practice that i wouldn't have known it but thank you so much for sharing that it's you know i think that little vulnerable piece always is that connector for everybody <laughs> and especially considering uh, that you're going to be launching a podcast. It's, it's, it's a great testament to the fact that, you know, if you're going to provide value, just go for it. You just know, it's, it. yeah, just go for it. Yeah. Hanny, thank you so much for being here. I absolutely adore this plug and cannot wait to add the rest of the features <laughs> uh, to my site. And I will be uh, doing some videos. So thank you again so much for being here. Awesome. Thank you. So there you have it. See what I mean? Like Hanny's just an awesome guy. Totally love him. And let me tell you, their support is amazing as well for the plugin. So you can check out Simple Podcast Press. Go to the WPChick.com forward slash SPP. And if you are using this plugin, by the way, make sure to check out um, Hanny has a private Facebook group for users of the plugin. And I will put that link into the show notes. So if you are a plugin user or you're going to be, He's constantly giving updates and tips and things you didn't know, like how to direct link to your podcast subscription uh, button through iTunes, which is not something most people know how to find. So anyways, that's it. As always, thanks so much for listening, guys. Have a fantastic day and I'll catch you next week. And now I'd like to take a second to thank DreamHost, my new sponsor of the WordPress Chick Podcast. Super excited to be partnering with them. And we're going to go ahead and introduce you to DreamPress 2, which is a faster and more powerful managed WordPress hosting. Now with SSDs, PHP 5.5 with OP Cache, and optional HHVM, you won't find faster WordPress hosting anywhere. Hosted on virtual private servers, DreamPress 2 is a super fast and highly reliable managed WordPress hosting service from none other than DreamHost. They've added speed-enhancing features such as solid-state drives, Again, the PHP 5.5 with OP Cache and the optional HHVM, which is Hip Hop Virtual Machine. I didn't know what that was either. Uh, so you'll never going to have to risk site slowdowns, website errors, or frustrated visitors. With DreamPress 2, you get a WordPress-optimized server environment managed by your friends at DreamHost so you can focus on creating amazing results. Here's what you're going to get with DreamPress 2. And I have gone through this whole process. You'll be able to check out the videos on my site but know that I am using them. And this again is what you're going to get. 30 gigabytes of SSD storage, 2.1 million monthly visitors, auto scaling RAM, automatic WordPress installation. It is easy breezy, like better than the one click. Unlimited email addresses, 24 seven WordPress support. You can't beat that. Control panel management. It's hosted on virtual private servers and they have an isolated MySQL database servers. So if you're looking for a new host, I, you know, I've tested a lot of managed WordPress hosting and I have to say that I am thrilled with DreamPress too. So go ahead and go to the WPChick.com forward slash DreamPress2. Leave me a comment and if you haven't already, I would love a review in iTunes. That helps a lot, but I would love a review in iTunes. It just takes a few minutes. Go over to, you know, you can subscribe in iTunes. Um, there is a link on the show note, but just look for the WordPress Chick Podcast. You can search it um, and leave a review. And um, we will be talking soon. 